Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And we are back with episode 14, mm. but book 13. Because we've really just messed it up for ourselves. I know, with those Wakefields of Sweet Valley, <laughs> with that saga. And we're going to have more sagas in the future. It's yeah, going to mess it up even more. It's only going to get more confusing from yeah. here on in. We're going to have to do some maths before each episode to see oh, what no. number we're on. Yeah. Um, but book number 13... Mm. Is quite something because it's it is kidnapped. kidnapped. <gasps> There's an exclamation mark at everything. Oh, so I know. You know it's good. You know it's dramatic. <laughs> so can you read out the cover tagline, please? Mm. On our cover, we've got Elizabeth's nightmare is about to begin. And then at the back, a living nightmare. Ooh. You're going with the nightmare thing. Yeah, they? They got a bit more variety, I think. But anyway. Okay, so. Go on further to that <gasps> Elizabeth Wakefield never imagined that her evening of volunteer work at Sweet Valley's hospital would turn into the most horrifying night of her life <gasps> but when a strong hand clamps a chloroformed rag Ooh. over her mouth and she's pulled from her car <gasps> well, she actually got out of her car Elizabeth's hellish ordeal begins when she regains consciousness Elizabeth finds herself tied to a chair in an isolated shack she has been kidnapped by Carl, a lonely and disturbed orderly from the hospital. Elizabeth doesn't know what Carl wants from her, but it's clear he's on the brink of insanity. <gasps> Somehow Elizabeth must escape. Before it's too late! Oh no! Ah. Very dramatic. Very. Well, and a suitably dramatic cover as well. Yes, please describe the cover. <laughs> I don't know if it's a very realistic pose uh, or very good that. Oh, but... it's so stagey. So it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so it's Elizabeth looking very shocked. Like, <gasps> gasp, mid-gasp. Mid- sort of like a, a hand. disembodied hand, just like grabbing her or something but she's showing her shock by sort of having a hand up to her mouth like yeah Ooh. <laughs> it's very very stagey yes. but also the candy striper uniforms were pink and white yeah that just books. looks like a... this is just blue and white t-shirt yeah that's not a candy striper mm. uniform oh she'd probably change down of it well, maybe well, I think matching does... blue bow yeah. that's true and I think it does say that she's in a uniform later yeah. anyway okay anyway. <laughs> we can't have <laughs> everything getting the... hung up on the details I know we can't have everything from those <laughs> no. even though we should yeah. <laughs> we deserve it all <laughs> um, so the book begins mm. with um, quite a scene in it, yeah. Casa del <laughs> yeah so it kind of picks up where the last one left off in terms of Jessica's evening because oh, true, there's yeah. the big party at the Morrow house which is the new family that have moved into town. Mm. So that's uh, Regina Morrow is having a big party to get to know everyone in Sweet Valley High, which uh, we've advised against, but you know. Yeah, she should really, <laughs> you know, take the money and run, like, yeah. go somewhere else. <laughs> and Stephen, um, was, as Jessica gets ready, mm. uh, she needs some help with her z- doing her zip up. Yeah. So she asked Stephen to come and help her and we're told that he emerges with this towel wrapped snugly around his waist yeah it's kind of a weird scene it's a very weird (laughs) oh and by the way we were wondering in the last episode Mm. when it turned out that Jess was going to be on the uh, local celebrity Jeremy Frank's show 
frankly speaking, mm. as a guest. Yes. What the hell was she going to talk about? <laughs> and now it turns out it was just about what it's like to be a teenager. Oh, it's such nonsense. What? Jeremy Frank's only 25. Like, he was a teenager yeah. six years <laughs> ago. Not that long ago, Jeremy. Yeah, there's no generation gap. Like, yeah, good luck oh. getting a segment out of that. Oh, well, um, mm. I suppose it is local TV in Sweet Valley. We can only Actually. imagine what that's like. <laughs> so, um, uh, Jess asks Stephen, you know, how she looks. And there's this really creepy bit <laughs> where Stephen inspected his sister oh, carefully. Yeah. Also, he's just wearing a towel while all this is happening. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God, how, like, how urgent mm. is it? Could you wait for him to get dressed? And... Um, uh, it, this his inspection of her includes the information that her neckline quote was about as low as a sixteen year old could get away with. Mm-mm. Why you? Oh, what? <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> and she says like, "How do I look?" And he's like, "Nice." nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not enough for no. Jessica. Uh, um, she's offended. Yeah. He is a bit like uh, the dress is is a bit much. She's like, "Oh, that's right. Wait until I'm dead." Left yeah, because he's like, oh, I just meant to say, it looks a little, uh, she's like, sexy, alluring, perhaps. Like, stop talking to your brother like about, like, <laughs> asking him to say that you look sexy. So creepy. And he's basically saying it's too old for you. Yeah. Um, And uh, anyway, she doesn't care because she's out to charm Nicholas Morrow. Yeah. She already fancies him purely she, because he's rich. She's on a mission. Yeah, she knows nothing about him other than the fact that he's rich. And Stephen is a bit disgusted by that. Yeah. And so he goes to hang out with with Trisha and we get a bit of info about the Martins and their tragic state. Yeah, and, and Trisha's whole situation. Um, but like, <laughs> Jessica like, does in the courtesy of like, not slagging off his dying girlfriend. Oh, she's <laughs> such like, a saint. Wow, well done, Jessica. Oh, give yourself a round of applause. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we hear that the Morrow's house is basically, quote, a castle. Ooh. Because you know, and that's by Sweet Valley standards. Mm. So we know it's, it's gonna be fancy. Yeah, it really is. And uh, Jessica's waiting for Liz, and she's annoyed that Liz is late because she was meant to be in. Um, yeah, because Liz's evening was pretty busy, so she was meant to leave the hospital, go tutor Max Dellen at his house, at his house, and then come back to the Wakefield house, and then head over to the party. Yeah. with Jessica. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so Je- she's Jess is annoyed that yeah. she hasn't arrived yet. She's too impatient. She needs to get going. Yeah. And she's also, she's not going to bring a jacket or a cardigan or anything. Oh my gosh, she's <laughs> so crazy. She thinks like, oh, if I'm gold, Nicholas Morrow will have to warm me up. Oh God. What? <laughs> How do you think this evening is going to go? Oh, she's gone. But then she gets a psychic twin feeling. Uh-oh. Which I don't think we really had before. Maybe no. we did. Mm. In like when when she was in the crash, there was nothing like that, was there? No, but I think there possibly was when she was in the house with Bruce. Oh, or maybe I'm mm, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, there's definitely one now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then we're told that the twins saw themselves as flip side of the same coin. It's like yes, we know that's the premise of the whole book yeah. series. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to, yeah, you're a bit on the nose there, ghostwriter. <laughs> um, so Jess is about to ring Max's house to see where um. Where Liz is. Where she Liz just assumes is. she's running late. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, no, it's no point. And then she picks out an outfit for Liz. And it's another Edwardian barmaid oh, special. God. We can have a more d- detailed description yeah. later, I suppose. Yeah. But it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's quite something mm-hmm. for a pool party. Um, <laughs> and there's no sign of Liz. So Jess rings Cara and she gets a lift with her and she yeah. leaves Liz a note. She does. Yeah. She's just, she can't wait. She has to get over there and 
make Nicholas fall in love with her. Yes. And <laughs> then she knows she says she, she knows like Kara Kara's no threat with Nicholas because they have an unwritten vow. Yeah. Which is news to me. Yeah. I thought that they... An unwritten rule that serves them well. Thou shalt not chase after the same boy as your best friend. Eh, I seem to think that to remember like it doesn't hold up. <laughs> I think that's held up already. And also, yeah. aren't there like there's literally a book where Lila and Jessica yeah. are rivals over the same yeah. boy. Yep. I believe it's called something like Showdown. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> um, so, you know, that vow isn't very, um, isn't kept very seriously. Not really, no. And then Jessica, because she is history's greatest monster, she basically tells Kara she can have another go at Stephen after Trisha dies. It's so cold. Oh my God. And in fairness, even Kara's like, that's morbid. Whoa, what the fuck? No, like, I'm not, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And then Jessica, because she's a crazed fantasist, is all, is all, oh, maybe me and Nicholas can go double dates with Regina. And whatever boy G goes out with <laughs> what in <the> Fantasy <laughs> Island. And Kara's like, good, Jessica's like the Mounties. She always gets, gets her man. I suppose she does. She gets results. So they arrived at the party and mm. there was literally an entire tedious page about how like amazing it's but it's like before them stood a modern Xanadu. Whoa. And like I'm just dying to know if that's like, you know, the way the ghostwriters are all like English graduates and stuff. Yeah. Is that someone just dropping some Coleridge or yeah. is it Livy Newton John related? Oh, could be a bit <laughs> of both. It could be either. It is a stately pleasure though. <laughs> In every sense of the word. So good. Oh, Thank yeah, I'd say it is a bit of both. Got some roller skating going on. Yeah, I can't go wrong. Oh, Jess and her leg warmers. <laughs> so they see a Ferrari outside and she thinks, so Nicholas lives in the fast lane. Oh, God. What? Uh, and they meet the glamorous Kurt and Sky Morrow mm. on the way in, yeah. Nicholas and Regina's parents. Um, and when they go in, the uh, the butler takes their coats and yeah. leads them to the den, which is quite something. It is. There's a billiards room, a dining room. It's basically a house from Cluedo. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jessica in the billiards room with yeah. the lead pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it. Uh, Miss Scarlet, indeed. Um, so they finally go to the den, which has got Renaissance paintings on the wall, along with like a row of video arcade games. So extra. I love it. It is amazing. And there's a bowl of dip. Oh, yay! <laughs> Is it onion soup mix? We can, we can only assume. We can only assume. We don't know, but I, I, I presume it we is. We can only hope. And then we meet Regina. Mm. And she's wearing a jumpsuit. She is. Which I think of as the ultimate Sweet Valley High item. It is, isn't it? Mm. A black silk jumpsuit. Mm. And I remember like when I used to read these books, like I did not know what a jumpsuit was. <laughs> I had no frame of reference for what a jumpsuit was in like the early 90s. I probably should have. But, you know, anyway, I didn't. And I remember asking my mum to explain what a jumpsuit was and she was kind of like you know it's like an all in one and mm. it's like okay and my only kind of <laughs> thing that I could think of was like my mum and dad used to be in the civil defence <laughs> and they used to wear these like high boiler vis suits. boiler suits and that was my only kind of like thing that I could think of I was like is that what it is oh and I was like God. how is that glamorous <laughs> Overalls. And just for years, I was like, I don't get how this is something fancy that girls wear in America. I was, I'm laughing so much, you can't breathe. <laughs> oh, oh. like, this is literally my it's only all frame of around in their luminous boiler suits. yellow boiler suits. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what a jumpsuit helmet. was to me. I was like, so all in one. Okay, got it. Big fluffy boots. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, I heard that for some reason. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I've visualised, well, no, that's how I'm going to see them from now on. That was, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, know, I know better now, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Although, do you? Is there a bit of you that is imagining them? You know, yeah. A little bit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining them like that now. Anyway. <laughs> 
So Kara asks, this is a this is this is so clunky. Yeah. She's like, Oh, is your room like this? Why would it be it's it's like a sitting room? Yeah. And Regina is um, oh no, I don't have a stereo. Huh? Like, yeah, that's the only difference between that and your room. Why could you yeah. possibly not have a stereo? Yeah. I oh, the Renaissance wonder. paintings? Yeah, I've got those as well, yeah. obviously. And a row of giant like eighties <laughs> arcade games. Yeah. Um so uh Jess feels like she's being ignored because yeah. Regina is talking to Kara. She's just talking to Kara and then she kind of stumbles. So Jessica's like, the stumble, the lack of response to Jessica. It was only <laughs> natural to conclude that the Morrow girl was drunk. <gasps> it's like, that's the only reason someone that's wouldn't give their entire <laughs> undivided attention to Jessica Wakefield is if she's shit-faced. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the only reason. The only explanation. She's too drunk to see. Yeah. It has um, to be. So Jessica so taps her shoulder and goes, where's the booze? <laughs> A bit OTG a little bit and Regina's shocked yeah she, and she says it's not that kind of party Ooh. she reveals she's deaf yeah um, she can lip read and she can make out tones yeah and Jess like the patronising bitch she is <laughs> reaction imagine your reaction being this goes oh you poor thing Ugh. how awful for you yeah it's like oh, she's deaf she hasn't God. broken her ankle or yeah. something like it's a permanent thing like, like do not don't give her your pity. Yeah, what's awful for her is being stuck talking to you. Oh, God, yeah, well, I would say you poor thing. <laughs> She's moved to Sweet Valley. God help her. I love this though when Je- Jessica's like, um, a horrible thought entered her mind. Is Nicholas deaf too? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Everything's be- ruined. Heaven for Ben. <laughs> Imagine like that. But like, what difference would it make if he was? I know. It's such a stupid thing to ask. Ugh. She's just such an awful bigot. She's yeah. stunned that somebody who isn't quote unquote Perfect. Yeah, uh, is uh, is a functioning, happy individual <laughs> because she obviously sees deafness as some terrible yeah. flaw oh that God. you know can't be allowed in Sweet Valley. Mm. But anyway, Nicholas is not deaf. He's a mulleted honk. <laughs> His hair flows in soft waves, I believe. Oh my God. Mm. You're right. Perfect layers down to the nape of his neck. It Ooh. is a mullet. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh. oh Nicholas what are you doing and she's like oh I hope you were defended by my terrible ableist language and yeah. he's like oh at least you're honest <laughs> I don't think that compensates for anything you know. she's charmed by his charisma hmm. and uh, she says uh, that she'll take Regina to become a member of Pi Beta Alpha and of course they'll make an exception just take her in <clears> Nicholas yeah. is like she doesn't need your pity yeah which is true but Jess is like, oh, it's not pity. I'm impressed. Regina's tough competition. For what? Like, for oh, what? For Purely for boys. Much. Like, that is... What is wrong with you? Why are you saying this to her brother? Ugh. And uh, he apologises for being overprotective. Yeah. He's talking about... It, her, Jess talks about her family and says, oh, my twin sister will be here soon. And she feels a tiny bit guilty for not waiting for this. Mm. But she's sure Liz is fine. Yeah. But Liz is not fine. No. She sure isn't. Liz wakes up. And she's she's gagged. <gasps> she can't remember exactly what happened. She no. know, remembers sort of being kidnapped, but she doesn't really remember the details. Yeah. So she tries to scream, but she can't. No, she's like, yeah, she's is she blindfolded and she's yeah. gagged and she's tied up and it's all very upsetting. Yeah, it's genuinely quite scary. But she's she's in, oh yeah, she tries to kind of like think back to what happened and she's like she was in her car and it was cold and then the kind of the image fades. So I think she's actually in the back of his van at this stage. Yes. Because she's like she feels like there's rocking and she's in some kind of vehicle. And uh, meanwhile, poor old Max Dellen is trying to study Othello all on his own and he's trying to avoid the temptations of his trusty Telecaster. <laughs> because we get a little bit of Droid's backstory. Yes. Uh, we hear how he and Guy Chesney found the band and uh, with, then they 
acquired uh, Emily Meyer on drums, <coughs> Dana, our queen. The legendary Dana. And Dan Scott, the bass player. Oh, really? Well, can he's, we not, he's not mentioned yeah, very often. Yeah, <laughs> forgot he was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <Me> Dan. <too. laughs> but um, it turns out Max has been spending too much time yeah. in the practice room and uh, he's been juggling school and band until now. Mm. He's not doing well in English. He's been flunking. Yes, which we did find out in the last book. Yeah, and um, yeah, he was kind of saying all his instructors had given him warnings and angry glares, which were easy for Max to ignore. But he couldn't disregard Mr. Collins. Oh, <laughs> but Mr. Collins did go around to his parents. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he, he's like, um, yeah, he basically tells them he's going to fail unless he cops on and studies properly, basically. And Max's parents say, right, you can't play in the droids until your grades improve. Yeah. Um, but actually Max like obviously he wants his t- t- tutoring session but he's genuinely worried about Liz yeah because it's, you know it's not like Liz to not show up or yeah, not ring or, or anything, anything. and yeah. um, so he sneaks out the back door and he gets on his motorbike and he goes to the hospital yeah and uh, meanwhile back at the party Jess has basically spent the whole time with Elizabeth or with Nicholas <laughs> just talking about how great Sweet Valley is yeah and we find out that he's like on a gap year and uh, when he escapes from her for like two seconds because she's <laughs> had him in her clutches, in her clutches the whole night. the whole evening. <laughs> Caroline turns up and tries to fish for gossip. Ooh. But Jess distracts her by telling her Winston is looking for her and it turns out she fancies him. Yeah, like where did that come from? Where does it go? Like she'd been interested in the gangly boy for quite some time. Like, Has she? Ha- really? Cause, mm. And also this never comes up again. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually doesn't. No, we're, we're pretty confident on that. It definitely doesn't. So yeah, it's it's just a random plot device. Yeah. Um, and it turns out Nick, Nick comes, Nicholas, he comes back mm. inexplicably <laughs> and he's been talking to Bruce. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and uh, apparently Nick told, Nic- or Bruce told Nicholas that Jessica was, Jessica was interesting and there's no such thing as having a dull time with Jessica. Mm. Mm. That could be a backhanded compliment as a well. A bit, yeah. Um, so we, Jessica asks Nicholas about the Ferrari and it turns out that it's his dad's but Regina's the one who loves to race. Yeah. She's the spitfire of the family. Yes. That, she never really acts like a spitfire. Not really at all. She's just no. too saintly. Yeah. Um, so Todd arrives and Jessica is like, don't cramp my style, Todd. <laughs> Get out of here, Todd. He's looking for, he's looking for Liz and she's yeah. like, go away. Maybe and then no. he grabs her arm and is like, come on, Jess. Yeah, where is she? And Nicholas sees this and thinks that Todd is like coming on strong to Jessica. Yeah. He's like, back off. Um, so uh, Jessica is a bit worried about Liz. But she also just kind of makes up an excuse she's kind of like oh yeah she had to go babysit for Mr. But, Collins and Teddy and also the reason that she does do that instead of talking to Todd about the, you know telling him the truth mm. is that she sees Lila sort of hovering around <laughs> and knows that like <laughs> as soon as Jess goes Lila would be like pouncing in on Nicholas <laughs> so, <laughs> she, so she tells this lie yeah. but Todd knows it's a bit off because Jess is kind of a crap liar a lot of the time yeah um, and then we go back to Liz and uh, it turns out she, she realises she's not in the van anymore. Yeah. She's somewhere cold and smelly. Oh. And uh, she realises she's still dressed and her clothes are clean. So she can't, hasn't been out for too long. Yeah. Long. And that's also kind of something that would have gone totally over my head as a child reader. But it's kind of an indication that like he hasn't done anything yeah. physical. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's her, true actually. Which there is no suggestion of whatsoever. None. Yeah. It. 
Um, so they kind of make it clear that he hasn't. Yeah. Then, in a way, it's a weirdly innocent kidnapping. <laughs> it kind of is. He's just sort of like yeah. staring at her sadly yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of the time, which yeah. is incredibly creepy. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, but uh, she hears a car uh, drive by, mm. but, you know, she can't scream for help. And then a car arrives and her kidnapper has arrived. And uh, he comes in. She can't see who it is because she's got the blindfold on. Yeah. And she's terrified. Yeah. She basically says, I hope he kills me quickly. Oh, my God. And doesn't, like, do anything, like, torture her for yeah, yeah. days. And then he strokes her hair and it's like, I'm not going to hurt you. Oh, but, like, he undoes her plait and it's like, <laughs> oh, God. And uh, he's like, oh, this was the only way. And then he takes the blindfold off and she sees, surprise, surprise. It's Carl. Carl the Orderly. Yeah. Who'd have guessed? Apart from everybody Everyone. reads this book. <laughs> yes. And actually everybody's read the blurb because they give that away. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> poor, about Liz, poor Liz starts to cry. Aww. And uh, Carl is really miserable. He's 25 as well. Like the, oh, yeah. all adults. What is with these 25 year olds? Because yeah. <laughs> Mr. Collins is only in his 20s yeah. as well. Um, so he, she sort of looks sadly at him because he looks so sad. She's yeah. like, oh, maybe he'll take pity on me. And then he takes her gag off and then she screams. Yeah. Um, oh. At the top of her lungs. There's a bit as well where she's kind of, she's kind of blaming herself in a, in a way because she's like, if she told someone, anyone about her suspicions, because she did find him creepy back mm. at the hospital. She's like, this terrible nightmare might never have happened. But she'd resisted reporting him because she'd felt sorry for the man. And it's that <laughs> thing of like, putting yourself in danger because you don't want to hurt yeah. some guy's feelings. It's like, no, it's no, too your real. Instinct. It's <laughs> yeah. not your fault anyway. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Todd has, uh, um, Todd is still freaking out. Yeah, it's been a half hour. It's still no sign of Elizabeth. And um, he knows that this Mr. Collins stuff is, is bollocks. So he rings Mr. Collins and finds out. Yeah, that and, Liz isn't there. And Mr. Collins is a bit like, oh, Jesus, these kids. <laughs> <laughs> Things like being a teacher with two belly eyes seemed like a 24 hour job. Now, no one was forcing you to go to that pool party yeah. at the last, or be picnic thing at the last book. So. You didn't need to be there. Yeah. Or a chaperone for no. Enid's birthday. Yeah, but what the hell, dude? On your own head, be it. Yes. Uh, then there's quite a great bit where you know, Todd gets off the phone and he sees Jessica sitting inside the pool with Nicholas and he just pushes her in. her in. Oh God. Bravo, Todd. Oh, that needs, like, people should shove her into pools more often, I feel like. Oh, God, every book, like, <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, she's after, she's after, yeah, she's after getting into her bikini um, and she's just kind of like flirting with Nicholas while sitting on the side. I just imagine Todd just walking up and going, boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And Nicholas is like, oh, this is the second time you've been harassing Jess. Yeah, I suppose from his point of view, he just he, saw, it is just this guy that keeps coming over and hassling yeah. her. <laughs> he doesn't he's know the truth. To, he's to and then there's a great slash terrible bit where Todd is like, Jessica, do you know what time it is? And she's, oh, I don't care. I don't own a watch. <laughs> oh, we know. You're oh, so carefree. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've heard about the lack of watch before. Todd is like, it's half past nine. Yeah. Liz isn't here. No one knows where she is. I know she wasn't in Mr. Collins because yeah. no one knows. And... Then Jess remembers Liz's accident and finally gets worried about her. Yeah. Um, so we cut to the Wakefield house where Ned and Alice return home laughing heartily. Mm. Kind of a bit sexy. Because <laughs> Ned is like, oh, let's go upstairs. Yeah. It's only half nine. It's early love lads. <laughs> They're not going to sleep. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And then Alice finds the note and realises it has been unfolded. So it's like, oh, yeah. did Liz not come home? Liz hasn't been home. And Ted is, Ned is like, well, she would have figured it out. Like, yeah. we don't, she didn't need to read a note to yeah, know that yeah. Jess was at the party. She'll just have gone. So um, he urges Alice to come upstairs <laughs> again. But then uh, 
Jessica rings, tells all. And Todd is, uh, is all, well, I hope it was worth it, flirting with, you know, <laughs> flirting with, your si- with Nicholas while your sister's missing. And <laughs> Jess feels guilty for once. Yeah. But then Todd feels sorry for her because she's still just in a bikini. She's in a bikini, but she's still running out of Todd's car and is sitting there in her bikini. <laughs> Dripping like, all over. Oh, God, dude, put some clothes on. <laughs> and he feels sorry for her because she's cold and he yeah. gives her a jacket and she's like, no, I deserve I to get pneumonia. <laughs> it's like, what a drama queen, Jess. Oh, Calm down. So self-pitying. So, uh, meanwhile, back at the kidnapping shack. Yes. Um, Carl is sort of clamped. This is mouth shut. That's mm. so nice. And... <clears throat> He makes her promise not to scream. Yeah. And he's genuinely sort of confused. Yeah. Like, why is she so upset? He's like, why did you scream? He's like, oh, I'm going to make you so grateful. I brought you here. I'm going to be so nice to you. Yeah. And then he takes the gag off and he's like, oh, it doesn't matter if you scream because no one can hear. Though yeah. actually it turns out it is actually in a residential area. Yeah. And it's it's like, just that it's so run down, I think. Yeah, that everywhere's in a wood. Like, do. Yeah, there are houses. Yeah. I mm. think if somebody was screaming really loudly, you probably here. would. Yeah. Um, so... He he takes the blindfold off and I oh no she's she's had the blindfold off already so she oh, yeah. can see his filthy shack mm-hmm. all the windows are boarded up yeah and he's like oh it's your house too now oh, oh. <laughs> my house yeah <laughs> shuddered with revulsion <laughs> yeah, where are the Spanish tiles yeah there's <laughs> ain't no split level French house <laughs> <laughs> really isn't <laughs> and he's like I'm going to keep you here forever and is like oh shit this is worse than being killed <laughs> <laughs> if I have to live in this shit no way <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, I took you because I love you, which is very creepy. Yep. And then she asks if she can go to the loo. Mm. Bodily function. Yep. Mentioned in Sweet Valley. For once, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he doesn't untie her until she's actually in there, but then he yeah. leaves her in there with the, you know, he lets her have the door locked and she's, yeah. she sort of has a moment to try and pull herself together. Yeah, having a little stretch. And a wee. And, and a wee, um, yep. <laughs> Important. And then when she gets out, he re- untie, he ties her up again, but she asks if he, she can sit on the sofa and she lets him uh, or he lets her Yeah. and then it's genuinely chilling she's really hungry and she can't bear to ask him for any food because um, she doesn't want to ask him for anything and he's like sitting there smiling at her oh, like a creep yeah, it's quite creepy and actually I yet again this is my devotion to this podcast <laughs> I couldn't find my copy of this book so I went into the library <laughs> of Trinity College Dublin and I called up those books that's right because I have no shame do your thing and uh this going through doing the notes today la- took way longer than I thought <laughs> so by the time I got this far it was like about one o'clock and I was really hungry but I thought I'm going to have to get it done and then Liz kept being starving <laughs> in her kidnapping shack and I was like stop going on about how hungry you are I just want a sandwich damn it Liz <laughs> yeah I know you're kidnapped but I'm suffering too <laughs> we're all hostages here in this very warm library <laughs> so um, yeah poor Liz is still starving and, but she knows she's thinking in quite a clever way. Yeah, she's going to try and get him to sort of trust her, get him on yes. the side, and then maybe she'll be able to make a break for it. Yes, and uh, there's a bit where she starts to feel sorry for him because uh, she realises she was the only person who was kind to him and then yeah. she's like, oh, but he kidnapped me! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this poor pretty little guy has kidnapped you, you jerk! Yeah, she says to herself. Yeah. So, um, she manages to manipulate him into, oh, she's learned a thing or two from Jessica, I suppose, yeah. that manipulation. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, she's, like to him, oh, you if if you like me, you, you don't want me to be in pain, but my arms and legs are sore because you've tied yeah. me up. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll untie you. And then she bolts for the door and then there's a genuinely horrible bit because it's always so awful in oh. anything where people think they've escaped. And you think you're out, yeah. 
So she opens the door and then she realizes she thinks she can just bolt the door, just run down the street screaming. Yeah. But when she b- uh, gets the door open, there's another. There's like a boarded in porch outside. Yeah. Boarded so up there's porch. a second door that's all boarded up and there's no getting. Yeah. That he's one. got to get her before she oh, gets out of that. So he flings her onto the sofa and advances towards her. And yeah. this is genuinely. Mm, it's like scary. Something's gonna happen here, and it kind of cuts out then to the next uh, yeah. scene elsewhere with Jessica. So yeah. it's like, shit, what's gonna happen? I know, and you know that it's back in the Wakefield house, and you know Jessica's in a bad way because yeah. she's just wearing an SBH sweatshirt and sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I really want a Sweet Valley High T-shirt. Oh I have my to say. god! You know, like the kind of college style. Yeah, ones? actually, I was reading I this and I was like, one. Oh, shit, I really want one now. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, I want. Give me a Sweet Valley High sweatshirt. Yeah. Maybe somebody's making them and like selling them on Etsy. We should look that up. <gasps> oh shit, we should make them <laughs> Though actually, probably get sued because oh, yeah. I'm sure it is trademark, copyright, and what have you. Yes. <laughs> There's a reason this podcast is called Double Love, yeah. not like. <laughs> Using the words we value in the title. Yeah. Um, just in case we don't know how litigious Francine is. Um, so the Wakefields wing the Dellons and they find out that Max isn't there and his bike is gone. He yeah. sneaked out of the house. So they're like, oh, did you go somewhere with this? Yeah, what's going on? But poor old Max, he's uh, he's at the hospital. Mm. He sees the Fiat Spider and he's like, oh, what? She was staying uh, late at work and she could have rung me. Yeah, why didn't she call? But then he, lo- he when he passes the, the car, he realises that her bag and her jumper are there and the door is open. The door is open, yeah. And there's like a scarf on the ground. Mm. And it's all a bit like, shit, something's wrong here. Yeah, like, her, you know, there's no way she would have gone and left the door. You know, and just left everything behind there, and yeah. the door open, yeah. So uh, then a cop arrives. and Yeah, I think in the meantime, Ned Wakefield has called the cops. Oh, yeah, yeah. no idea where Ned has gone. So. Um, so the cop is there and calls Max a regular Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> And then another cop tur- cur- turns up and it turns out he'd recently kind of been a dick to Max for yeah. for being suspicious when Max was just trying to buy a candy bar. He wasn't, yeah, like That's literally doing. so innocent. Yeah, he was Max. trying to get himself a soda and a candy bar. This is as far as police brutality goes in yeah. Sweet Valley. Just well, anybody yeah. who looks like a, a sort of slightly edgy yeah. is targeted <laughs> by their ordinances. Um, so he accuses Max of stealing the car and he arrests him. Mm. Um, and meanwhile, back in the kidnapping shack, Liz wakes up again. Yeah. She's tied to the chair. Oh. Turns out Carl didn't attack her. No. He just cried at her. Yeah. No, he's so creepy. He's so creepy. <laughs> and she ended up trying to sort of comfort him just to calm him down. Yeah. He sort of went off in a fit of, uh, of, of rage. You know, got so upset he did something. Yeah, yeah. So he tied her up to the chair and he went to bed. And she's like, how could he have slept after kidnapping somebody? But that's just know. the kind of guy he is. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. But she kind of thinks it through then and figures that like... Uh, he'll have to go into work the following day and she's like well if, if, he, know, doesn't if he doesn't turn up to work, work it's going to look suspicious and someone's going to be looking for her anyway so yeah and there'll be his fingerprints the on the car yeah which is true so she's like I just need to be patient and yeah. someone will come get me I just have to be nice to him yeah um, just to stop him doing anything violent just mm-hmm. to calm down yeah so Carl makes her pancakes because he'd heard her talking about Alice's speciality yeah <laughs> but they're and they're frozen, they're frozen and they're not defrosted yet they sound shite yeah, yeah. And then he got her some books to entertain her. But they're not very appropriate. No. Will you tell us, so describe what books he's, he's got um, her? Hang on, where was that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so one dealt with the strategy of investing. Mm-hmm. One was a book on raising farm animals. And the third was a collection of bedtime stories for children. Like, what kind of gift shop is this in a hospital? That is it's, books on, on livestock. weird selection. And investment. But it also turns out that Carl can't read. Yes. So he just kind of grabbed whatever he could find. But like... A hospital gift shop 
would have better books than yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> books about <laughs> livestock. Investing in animal animals. husbandry. Yeah, what about the bedtime stories one? Fair enough. Yeah, but like the investing. It's a farm animals one. Yeah. It's a weird, <laughs> such a weird selection. Like there's no agriculture near Sweet Valley no. as far as we know. Who Who is oh, buying this? for? <laughs> <laughs> so poor, um, poor, poor Liz. She also finds out he is going to work. Yeah, because he's he's clever enough to realize that people would be suspicious if he doesn't show up. So he's straight like after carrying on as normal. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "Oh, maybe I want you to stay with me. Can't you call in sick?" And he's like, yeah. "No, I've got a phone." Yeah, of course he doesn't. <laughs> um, and uh, he puts a blanket around her to keep her warm. Yeah, and he loosens her bonds just enough so she could turn the pages of her terrible books. Aww. And then she's sort of in a, like Steve McQueen, yeah. she just scratches a notch in her chair and thinks, <laughs> Day, Day one. one. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> and then, poor old Max, this is nonstop action. Like, I've got to say, this yeah, is very dramatic. It doesn't let up really, does it? Keeps switching around, yeah. different plot lines. Keeping us on her toes. Yeah. So poor old Max is being taunted by the evil cop and yeah. in a kind of... Um, most of page 97 is the cop taunting him kind of in an old timey gangster style a little bit yeah. about OTG <laughs> give us a sample of his ways he's telling him about Juvie he's like you'll like Juvenile Hall the <laughs> officer sneered talking to Max's image in the rearview mirror living with your own element sharing a cell with a no good thief like you hey <laughs> a no good nick G-Officer Crap <laughs> down on my knees cause no one likes a fella with a social disease oh wow <laughs> Side story. Um, give us a rendition of uh, G Officer Krufke, Max. You are in a band. You are a musical fellow. Go all in. But uh, poor Max, he's, he's really scared yeah. for himself, but he's really scared about, he's worried for Liz. He's worried for Liz, because where is she? Yeah. But uh, because they really don't have any proof, mm. like they, he had clearly just turned uh, up. Yeah. Liz isn't there. Yeah. He hadn't stolen anything, and it, the car was unlocked. So yeah, they have to let him go. Um, But his parents are not happy. Mm mm. Um, and Todd is not happy. He thinks that Max might have had something to do with yeah. his disappearance. Everyone goes, yeah, everyone's kind of suspicious of Max now. Yeah, which isn't really fair. No. Um, and Alice is obsessed because people think that Liz ran away. Yeah, the cops. Yeah, the cops are... Think that she's run away. They're so bad. They jobs. are so terrible. <laughs> like, all her stuff is in the car. Her bag and, like, yeah. all her stuff is left there in the car with the door open. Clearly something went down and they're yeah. like, nope, she ran away. <laughs> and then, they late, like, not much later, I don't want to jump ahead, but... The cops uh, tell the family that, you know, well, if she was a kidnapped, we'd have a ransom note by now. Like, not <laughs> terrible are they? Like, I know this was before things like the Fritzel case came out, but yeah. it was not unheard of uh, yeah. that just weird, abusive people would kidnap girls. Yeah. Like, the collector is, you know, a film and a book from the 60s. Oh, Jesus. And that's about somebody doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, they're just, they're really bad at their jobs. They're really terrible. So bad at this. They're just like, yeah. well, I've got a ransom note for yep, a million dollars. Guess she ran away. Yep, no way. Oh, Anyone could have done anything hell. to her. <laughs> that never, ever happens. Yeah. Um, so, uh, poor Liz. Uh, oh, yeah, the, sorry. The, the Wakefields are also worried about um, uh, about Max. Jessica feels, yeah. just wishes she had talked, she'd called him. And she actually doesn't suspect him. She thinks that people think Max is bad because he hung around with a bad news types. <laughs> Who are they? Yeah. The droids. Oh. Who does he hang around with? The droids are quite clean cut. Yeah, like, exactly. But he wears metal spiked oh. wristbands and a scowling expression. <gasps> but his bark is worse than his bite. <laughs> so Jessica actually is pretty sure he's... he's yeah, he's he doesn't innocent. have anything to do with this. Yeah. Um, 
And meanwhile, Liz is thinking of her family and she, there's a kind of a, a darkly funny bit where she's sure that like, oh, Jess must have been so worried about me. She must have missed the borrow party. It's like, do you know your sister at all? Liz? Yeah. Like, there is she no, was obviously at that party. Yeah. <laughs> she was not worried when you were half an hour late. No. She didn't care. Not at all. Um, and, uh, but Jess is suffering now. She's wearing scruffy old clothes. Aww. Um, and the house is full of visitors. Mr. Collins is there. Of course he is. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, just give it a rest, Mr. Collins. Like, yeah. come on. Um, their neighbours, the Beckwiths and the Kilgartens. Uh, who? Like, yeah. Where do they come from? Who are these people? <laughs> I think this is another example of the ghostwriter thinking, I'm going to make my contribution to the canon. I'm yeah. giving them neighbours, the Beckwiths and the Kilgartens. These are people. They're going to somehow <laughs> get in the story and it'll be mm-hmm. thanks to me. <laughs> <clears throat> And Nicholas turns up and she, she thinks, although a day ago, having Nicholas in her bedroom would have been fodder for scads of fantasies. <laughs> she's too sad to perv on him. Oh, sad day. You know things are bad for yeah. Jessica when she's too sad to flirt. <laughs> oh, God. And she tells him that she blames herself yeah. for like being all over him instead of thinking about Liz. And he tells her some, he's like, oh, it's not your fault. Uh, you didn't make her disappear and he tells her this rambling story about how he once ran out of a burning building as a child and left Regina inside yeah. <laughs> and thought she was dead Yeah, but his family were like it's but it wasn't you know they said it wasn't my fault yeah. and Jess does make the sensible point it's like yeah but she wasn't dead yeah. my sister is missing she could actually be dead like, yes <laughs> yeah. um so, meanwhile, back at the kidnapping shack, mm-hmm. Carl returns with burgers. These were making me feel very hungry. Oh, man, me too now. Because <laughs> yeah, I had a late lunch as a result of yeah. my... But now I'm hungry again. Um, and he's got a cardigan. And Liz is like, oh, somebody must have noticed him buying that cardigan yeah. in the ketchup. But no. Motherfucker went across the road and bought it. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Too clever. And, uh, yeah, he tells her he heard the cops in the hospital and that they were talking about the case and yeah. that they think Liz is a runaway. And he, he told the cops he didn't know anything. It's like, Carl, you were the most obviously suspicious person around. There's no way people didn't notice you gawping and following Liz around the place. Like, I find it very hard to believe you're a good enough liar to fool the police. To fool Liz off, yeah. Anyway, you have no chill when you're talking about Liz. But he tells Liz she's like a beautiful bird. Oh, God. So beautiful and yet so willful. Oh. He's got a plan. He's going to um, mm. take her far away up into the mountains. A beautiful place for someone as beautiful as you with lots of trees and open fields and a stream you can bathe in. Uh, no, Carl. <laughs> no. <laughs> sort of sounds like what you say about like when a beloved pet has died. Like they go to the place. <laughs> they went to a farm. Lots of fields. Oh, they can run around. And bathe in the stream. Oh, God. Well, oh, my gosh. But yes, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a strange way of phrasing his yeah. like, creepy kidnapping nest yeah but he's uh, he's planning to go like tomorrow night with her and she's like oh shit if they don't find me now yeah and uh, poor old Max has to come in and do his test oh shit yeah his test on Othello yeah because yeah, he's in school and everyone's kind of suspicious of him and thinking he's guilty and yeah. whatever and it's like he like he didn't do anything lads. and it's like oh he only liked the attention when he's on stage oh poor, poor Max, Max. And uh, Mr. Also, Col- people like the droids. Why are they so quick to turn on Max? Yeah, I would have thought that the droids would be quite popular yeah. since they invite them to every Everything. single party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and their eye-catching jumpsuits and mm. such like. <laughs> um, so Mr. Collins is all really miserable and he asks Max to his desk. And you think yeah. he's going to be like, what did you do to Liz? But yeah, actually, yeah. he's really nice. No, he's really nice. He's lovely. And he kind of says to Max, look, you can take this test later on in the week because 
you know, yeah. shit's been going down yeah. and it's okay. Like, we're all a bit distracted. Um, and I would be like, yeah. Yeah, hey, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Max, I will take that delay. Max like, I'm not a quitter. Yeah, it's like, oh, Max, just <laughs> take the win. But then as soon as he sits down, he's like, oh, shit, why did I say that? Yeah. But then, in another twist and turn, the test is some sort of ridiculous baby <laughs> test. Like, multiple choice. Yeah, to match, on Shakespeare. What the hell? Match quotations to yeah. the speakers and answer true or false questions. Like, what? And multiple choice. What is this nonsense? We had to write fucking essays about oh, Shakespeare yeah. in like, school. I haven't read King Lear since I did the leaving search yeah. in 1993 but if you gave me a test that I quote like famous quotations from it I could match them to the character <laughs> and true or false questions like that is not a test oh god but also Max kind of figures out that like he actually was studying in the meantime yeah. on his own and it, it, obviously it actually did go in and you're know, studying works because it turns out he does know some stuff and it's like well good because it's fucking multiple choice Max I know Come on. I hope so but I'm, I'm pleased for him I'm pleased for him, but yes. I'm happy for him too but it's also like yeah, oh come, come on. on what kind of childish test is this yeah. <laughs> it's sort of baby test colour in this section <laughs> like, oh, come on colour in this handkerchief yeah um, but uh, then he finishes the test yeah. and uh, him and Todd have a fight because he makes some sort of wry joke about <laughs> oh Liz she's caused me so much trouble yeah. like, Todd punches him because Todd is fucking crazy <laughs> he just goes off doesn't Todd he? has punched quite this a lot of people this is like the third or fourth person Todd has punched <gasps> oh, in like Maybe what, he had his fists of fury with Rick Andover. That has such a short temper. Oh, he should. He does have rage issues. He He's really kind should. of a rage monster. Yeah, yeah, he needs some sort of, well, they all need therapy. Yeah. And then Jess is actually quite sensible. She yeah. breaks up the fight. She She's does. She's pointing out like Liz was helping Max. Yeah, she's like, lads, you're on the same side here. Cop on. Yeah. Let's team up. And they agree. Yeah. And meanwhile, Liz is back in the shack. She's added a new notch oh. to the chair. Oh. She calls Carl. The saddest, most mixed up, mixed up person she'd ever encountered. Um, but she fears being taken further away from Sweet Valley because yeah. the further away she is, the less chance there is of being found. Though not that the police seem to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> those guys are useless. Searching or fingerprinting. Why didn't they fingerprint like, the car? Uh, they haven't done a tap. He'd be all over it. And because yeah. we know from the picture on the cover that um, uh, he wasn't wearing gloves. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> his, his, his fingerprints would be all, all up in that place. Um, and there's actually a kind of realistic bit that is genuinely quite moving, where she's talking like about how much she misses just being able to do everything she used to take for granted, like being able to shower and shower in two days, yeah, and just be able to move, or brush her teeth, or yeah, go yeah. to the loo and. She tries. To, she longs for sound and light because she's sitting in this sort of semi-darkness, and it genuinely is quite well done. Yeah, it's quite effective. It is. And uh, little does she know that Max and Jess and Todd are all at the hospital. They're sort of scoping it out. Yeah, they're, they're doing some actual detective work, unlike the cops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they're actually talking to people and trying to figure some shit out. <laughs> actually doing so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some actual police work on yeah. a Scooby gang. And um, Max is, has taken one part of the hospital and he's uh, going to... Uh, he's been asking questions and then he sees a short orderly... Ooh. And he's just about to approach her when Jessica comes out of a room yeah. and Carl, for which is he, is literally like, Elizabeth, what are you doing here? How did you escape? <laughs> like, <laughs> how did he pass how any police interrogation? <laughs> <laughs> also, how did he not know she'd a fucking twin? Well, the two of them were in around the hospital. They were, the but time. they were in separate bits. Okay. Oh, no, no, like, no, no. Jessica kept going up to Jeremy Frank. Yeah. So they 
Like, and he was always hovering around. around. And then, like, if he knew where her car was to go follow her out, he knew her name. Like, he knew that she used to drive in with her sister who looks exactly like her. The Wakefields are twins. Like, come on. He's the worst stalker ever. Yeah, this is true. Well, but anyway. Hoist <laughs> by his own petard. <laughs> yeah. Because he. He sort of goes for Jess and pins her up against the wall yeah. and uh, then Max drags her him off her and pins him to the ground mm. and asks where Liz is and she's like, yeah, she's right here. Yeah, in fairness to Jessica, she kind of, she just pretends to be Liz because she's like, shit, I better play along to yeah. keep this guy here. Though she does say to to Max, oh, it's okay, you can get off him. It's like, don't do that. Oh yeah, no, like he's, keep that dude pinned down. He's <laughs> yeah. 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 until, yeah, we'll do the think, best you can. Yeah, in the meantime, Max has like yelled to a nurse to call the cops. Yeah. And so uh, Jess sort of assumes that Carl will be too stunned to run away in the street because when Max gets off, he just lies there. But that yeah. is a risky gamble. I would oh, it not really do is. That. Yeah, don't you take get that chance. Tall bloke to you sit pin on him. that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So she talks to him about nonsense, and then the cops arrive very quickly, actually doing their job. For yeah, him, and they take him away in cuffs. Yeah, and, and he, he just. just Immediately confesses everything. Yeah, but then he's like, why, Elizabeth, why? <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm not Elizabeth after all. <laughs> um, and she and Max and Todd celebrate and then they let Liz, or they let uh, Jess go along in the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, this would not happen. <laughs> this be- well, I think we all know that they are very unprofessional the, oh, police complete. force. That is very true, yeah. So they go to the run-down houses <gasps> where Carl lives so you know shit's going down there. It's like, <laughs> if they're not pristine split-level ranch houses. Only, only bad things happen here. Yeah. So Annie gave them his, uh, his gave, he, Carl gave them his address very politely. Yes. Back in the hospital. That was nice so. of him. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have to do any research for that at all. Yeah. So uh, they break in and they free Liz. Yay. And it's actually quite charming because Jess is all like, oh yeah, I do this sort of thing all the time. <laughs> and then she does cry and uh, but then says in a sort of Princess Bride style goes, me? Cry over you? Impossible! <laughs> so, um, Liz is freed. Yay! And she's taken home. And she doesn't have any post-traumatic stress or anything like that. Nope. Everything is fine. <laughs> nope. She tells us what her priorities are. There are no lasting consequences <laughs> to her mental health. Everything is fine. Of course they're not. Because her priorities are a bath, some food. I'll go for the food first, but anyway. Well, yeah. um, I mean, shower maybe, then mm. food, but bath is quite long. Anyway, and planning a party. <laughs> yeah. And not, you know, going to a counsellor. No. no. Of course not. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> and she inexplicably is like, Jessica's determination has led to this result. Jessica is the heroine. Uh, now, what? <laughs> what? It was a maxim. Dragged him off and sat in her. Oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> the party is four days away. Yeah. But they're already planning outfits. Ooh. So, hopefully... Yeah, we'll have some some stylish duds oh, you know to it. talk about when um, when we, when we return with the next book. So now we jump to the party. Oh yeah, it's kind of the start. Like it's just kind of kicking off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elizabeth and Todd are all reunited. Everything is great. And Alice has a bit of a moment where she's like, mm, "Elizabeth and Todd, why is she suddenly thinking this?" Oh yeah, she's like, "Oh, they're a bit too serious." Yeah, is she tying herself down too young. <gasps> like, dude, you were engaged. Yeah. Hank Patton, you were still in college. You're a fine <laughs> one to talk. <laughs> so, um, uh, and Ta- Liz is wearing a sweatshirt dress. Now, I am yeah. fond of a sweatshirt dress oh, yeah. myself. I've got a sweatshirt dress. Yeah, I can't believe I like that. that. Yeah. But, uh, oh, she's also going to be on Jeremy Frank's TV show, so she's going to upstage Jessica. Hey! She actually has something to talk about. 
<laughs> she really does. As opposed to what it's like to, to be, be a teenager. teenager. Oh, my God. And Todd tells her she could be wearing a barrel and could still look gorgeous. Please let us see her wearing a barrel. <laughs> I like, need it to happen. Like in one of those sort of depression era cartoons. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I lost my fortune, so I'm wearing a barrel. <laughs> see the next look. Oh, so the party guests arrive. Max is there. And there's a little bit of cute banter with Todd. Mm. Yeah. Out there. Everyone's all good again. Um, and uh, then someone else rings on the doorbell. <gasps> Why, it's it, Nicholas Morrow. <gasps> a dazzling hunk. And he's dazzled by Liz. Yeah. He can't, he stated his name slowly, <laughs> almost automatically. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas Morrow. <laughs> like he saw somebody, spent an evening with somebody who looks exactly yeah. like her. Yeah, you've already met Jessica. Like, like, they, they literally look exactly the same. But somehow Liz has some radiance that is, like, yeah. regardless of her actual behaviour and personality, is evident mm. to all. Like old Bill Chase. He was the same. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. Um, but he knew them. So <laughs> Nicholas doesn't know either of them. And, oh, and he's so sleazy. He's like, Jess said you were so- Jessica said you were someone worth knowing and I can see she's right. What, you've literally been looking at her for, oh, like, yeah. 10 seconds at you've most. just met, like... Yeah. And... Liz can't ma- mistake the look in his eyes. It says, you're the one I want. Oh, God. Like, yeah, it made her feel awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and also, <laughs> she's, had, she's had enough of weird men yeah, staring, staring at her. At her. <laughs> Read the room, Nicholas. <laughs> oh, you've just been kidnapped by a sleep, like, by a, by a creepy orderly. Oh, pervy orderly, but, yeah. like, I'm going to perv all over you too. Just stand there so I can stare at you. Yeah. Oh, you're God. the one I want. Yeah. <gasps> but, um... And Elizabeth already knows that this means trouble. Yeah. So can can you read the, the <laughs> last words? Okay. Uh, yes, or a last sentence or a few sentences. She had a strong suspicion that Nicholas hadn't reacted this way with Jessica, <gasps> and she dreaded what would happen when Jessica found out. Da, da, da. How does she know that, by the way? How does she know oh, he hadn't acted like that? Yeah, I have no idea. He could be quite the player. But anyway, uh, our kind of tagline then for the next book: <gasps> Will Elizabeth leave Todd for Nicholas? Find <gasps> out in Sweet Valley High number fourteen. Deceptions. <gasps> oh, now another now for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's us told. Yeah. Thank sure you, Kate is. Williams. I <laughs> great work as ever. Yep. <laughs> Red applause. Oh, no applause for the Sweet Valley Police Force. None of that's Those guys are the worst. So yeah. amid all this drama, mm. and there really was quite a lot of drama. There was. It really kept kept going, didn't yeah. it? Do we have any glamorous stats? Uh, we do. Well, okay. The <laughs> the blonde hair got only one mention. What? Which yeah, doesn't seem right because you know. No. Anyway, uh, blue green eyes got five though. Okay. Which is a bit. Well, wow, I thought the blonde hair, considering Carl was always like pointing yeah, and like plaiting yeah, and plaiting her hair and all mm. that kind of weird stuff. I'm like, Ew, stop it. Um, so in terms of outfits, uh, when Jessica had <laughs> pulled out stuff for Elizabeth to wear to the Morrow party back at the start of the oh, book, yeah, uh, it's actually quite like what she wore in the last book. What was she yes. in the last in Lila's party? Oh, no, it was it too good ago. to be true. too good to be true? Yeah. So Jessica pulls out a long red velour skirt. <laughs> Okay. A few hangers down the rack, Jessica found an off-white high-necked <gasps> blouse that completed the Another outfit. One. Like, why? How is this her look? Why in like <laughs> Edwardian Seriously. Like, what's the story? Oh, it's so peculiar. And then um, at the Morrow party, Caroline Pierce turns up mm, yeah. uh, in a pink shirtwaist dress. I actually think that sounds quite cool. What is a shirtwaist dress? It, well, so maybe <laughs> this is just my illusion. I think 
it's like a dress that has a collar and buttons down the front. Oh, okay, that does sound like nice. a shirt dress. Oh, I feel like shirt waist is like a shirt. It's like a giant shirt. <laughs> I just I don't know. No, I think it is one that at okay. least up down to waist level has buttons and things. So I would wear oh, that. Okay, well, that sounds like nice that. actually. Yeah. So that sounds quite cool. Okay. Yeah. I'll kick and live with that. Yeah, but of course, they sneer at Caroline. Of course. Um. Uh, yeah that was kind of it though yeah. other than that then it was like the Sweet Valley High t-shirt which I'm really into <laughs> um, yeah well we're all jealous of them so yeah. if anyone knows where we can get one <laughs> please <up>. please <laughs> let us know um, and you can always get in touch with us uh, on Twitter at SVH Podcast yeah send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com and of course we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network and you can follow the Headstuff Podcast Network and find out the latest information on the Ever increasing stable mm. of excellent shows um, at HS Pod Network or this at This Head Stuff. <laughs> All so. of it's such a mouthful. I know. I'm <laughs> always scared it. to make a mistake, but we Power never through. have. <laughs> oh, God, why am I Just saying that? Just don't listen back. Tempting <laughs> face. Uh, please rate and review us on iTunes as well if you can because that would be super and really help us out and help people find the show please do um, and yeah spread the word yeah. to fellow sweet Valians. <laughs> the really... Wakefield word <laughs> what terrifying word it is <laughs> but we do really appreciate all your support and we love getting your emails and yeah. tweets so do please keep them coming because uh, you are the wind beneath our, <gasps> our wings Aww. to quote another 80s icon <laughs> So, um, yeah, we will see you in another two weeks Mm. where we will find uh, what's going on when Elizabeth engages (laughs) in deceptions. See you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.